The Smiley J Artist Zone podcast is an engaging and insightful platform designed to celebrate and explore the world of artistry in all its forms. Hosted by Smiley J, a passionate advocate for the arts, this podcast offers a vibrant and inclusive space where artists from various disciplines can share their experiences, insights, and creative journeys. Listeners can expect a diverse range of topics discussed on the podcast from artist interviews, their creative process, and other fun questions for those inquiring musical minds. Welcome to the video book summary of The Richest Man in Babylon, written by George Clayson, published in 1926 and weighing in at 144 pages. Beloved by millions, this timeless classic holds the key to all you desire and everything you wish to accomplish. This is the book that reveals the secret to personal wealth, the success secrets of the ancients, an assured road to happiness and prosperity. Countless readers have been helped by the famous Babylonian parables, hailed as the greatest of all inspirational works on the subject of thrift, financial planning, and personal wealth. In language as simple as that found in the Bible, these fascinating and informative stories set you on a sure path to prosperity and its accompanying joys. This book is available on Amazon with the link in the description if you like what you hear. So without further ado, I bring you the book summary of The Richest Man in Babylon. A part of all you earn is yours to keep. The eons of time have crumbled to dust the proud walls of its temple, but the wisdom of the Babylonian endures. Money is the medium by which earthly success is measured. Money makes possible the enjoyment of the best the earth affords. Money is plentiful for those who understand the simple laws which govern its acquisition. Money is governed today by the same laws which controlled it when prosperous men thronged the streets of Babylon 6,000 years ago. Seven cures for a lean purse. Number one, start thy purse to fattening. Two, control thy expenditures. Three, make thy gold multiply. Four, guard thy treasures from loss. And five, make of thy dwellings a profitable investment. Six, ensure a future income. And seven, increase thy ability to earn. Success means accomplishments as the result of our own efforts and abilities. Proper preparation is the key to our success. Our acts can be no wiser than our thoughts, and our thinking can be no wiser than our understanding. Income, that is the thing. It cost nothing to ask wise advice. If you have not acquired more than a bare existence in the years since we were youths, it is cause you either failed to learn the laws that govern the building of wealth, or else you did not observe them. She makes wanton spenders, who soon dissipate all they receive and are left beset by the overwhelming appetites and desires they have not the ability to gratify. Wealth is a power. With wealth, many things are possible. I decided that if I was to achieve what I desired, time and study would be required. As for me, all men have it in abundance. As for study, did not our wise teacher teach us that learning was of two kinds? The one kind begin the things we learned and knew, and the other begin the training that taught us how to find out what we did not know. When youth comes to age for advice, he receives the wisdom of years. The suns that shine today is the sun that hath shone when my father was born, and will still shine when my last grandchild shall pass into the darkness.
The wisdom of age is like a fixed stars that shine so unchanged that the sailor may depend upon them to steer his course. I found the road to wealth when I decided that part of all I earn was mine to keep, and so will you. You pay to everyone but yourself. You labor for others. Every gold piece you save is a slave to work for you. What you save must earn. Men of action are favored by the goddess of good luck. A part of all you earn is yours to keep. It should be no less than a tenth no matter how little you earn. It can be as much as more as you can afford. Pay yourself first. Wealth like a tree grows from a tiny seed. The first copy you save is the seed from which your tree of wealth shall grow. The sooner you plant the seed, the sooner you shall the tree grow. And more faithfully you nourish and water that tree with consistent savings, the sooner you may bask in the contentment beneath its shade. Advice is one thing that is freely given away, but watch that you take only what is worth having. You first learn to live upon less than you could earn. Next, you learn to seek advice from those who are competent through their own experience to give it. And lastly, you have learned to make gold work for you. My sons think only of spending and give no thought to earning. Opportunity is like a horsely goddess who wastes no time with those who are unprepared. Willpower is but the unflinching purpose to carry out a task you set for yourself to fulfillment. Wealth grows wherever men exert energy. Wealth grows in magic ways. A part of all I earn is mine to keep. A small return and a safe one is far more desirable than risk. Enjoy life while you're here. Life is good and life is rich when things worthwhile and things to enjoy. A part of all you earn is yours to keep by taking advantage of opportunities available to all. Only a great desire for wealth. That which one man knows can be taught to others. Truth is always simple. Lean purse. For each 10 coins I put in to spend but 9. All men are burdened with more desires than they can gratify. Therefore, engrave upon the clay each thing for which thou desire to spend. Select those that are necessary and others that are possible through the expenditure of the 9 tenths of thy income. Cross out the rest and consider them a part of that great multitude of desires that must go unsatisfied and regret them not. Budget then necessities, expenses. The purpose of a budget is to help thy purse to fatten. It is to assist thy to have thy necessities and insofar as attainable, those other desires. It is to enable thy to realize the most cherished desires by defending them from their casual wishes. Like a bright light in a dark cave, thy budget shows up the leaks from the purse and enables thee to stop them and control thy expenditures for delight and gratifying purposes. Budget thy expenses that thou mayeth have coins to pay for thy necessities, to pay for the enjoyments and to gratify thy worthwhile desires without spending more than nine-tenths of thy earnings. To put each coin to labouring, that it may reproduce its kind, even as the flocks of the field, and help bring to thy income. A stream of wealth that shall flow constantly into thy purse. Thus it is wise that we must first secure small amounts, and learn to protect them before the gods entrust us with the larger. Every owner of gold is tempted by opportunity. 
Be not misled by thine own romantic desires to make wealth rapidly. Therefore do I advise thee from the wisdom of my experiences. Be not too confident of thine own wisdom in entrusting thy treasures to the possible pitfalls of investments. Better by far to consult the wisdom of those experienced in handling money for profit. Such advice is freely given for the asking and may readily possess a value equal in gold to the sum though considered investing. In truth, such it is actual value if it save thee from loss. This then is the fourth cure for a lean purse, and of great importance if it prevent thy purse from being emptied once it is become well filled. Guard treasure from loss by investing only where the principal is safe, where it may be reclaimed if desirable, and where though will not fail to collect a fair rental. Consult with wise men. Secure the advice of those experiences in the profitable handling of gold. Let their wisdom protect thy treasure from unsafe investments. Thus come many blessings to the man who owneth his own house, and greatly will it reduce his cost of living, making available more of his earnings for pleasure and the gratification of his ideas. This then is the fifth cure for a lean purse. Own thy own home. Provide in advance from the needs of thy growing age and protection of thy family. Strong desire to earn more. Preceding accomplishment must be desire. Though desire must be strong and definite, general desires are but weak longings. For a man to be to wish to be rich is of little purpose. This is the process by which wealth is accumulated. First in small sums, then in larger ones as the man learns and becomes more capable. Desires must be simple and definite. They defeat their own purpose should they be too many, too confusing or beyond a man's training to accomplish. The more of wisdom we know, the more we may earn. That man who seeks to learn more of his craft and shall be richly rewarded. Always do the affairs of men change and improve because keen-minded men seek greater skill that they may better serve those who patronage they depend. Therefore, I urge all men to be in the front rank of progress and not to stand still, lest they be left behind. He must pay his debts with all his promptness within his power, not purchasing that for which he is unable to pay. He must take care of his family that they may think and speak well of him. He must take a will of record that, in case God calls him, proper and honorable division of his property be accomplished. He must have compassion upon those who are injured and smitten by misfortune and aid them with reasonable limits. He must do deeds of thoughtfulness to those dear to him. Thus, the seventh and last remedy for a lean purse is to cultivate thy own powers, to study and become wiser, to become more skillful, to so act as to respect thyself. Therefore, shall thou acquire confidence is thyself to achieve thy carefully considered desires. There is abundance for all. An instinct to common to most men, the love of taking a chance with a small amount of silver in the hope of winning much gold. The game is so arranged that it will always favour the keeper. It is not good luck, but a just a reward for our efforts. Opportunity waits for no men. Today it is here, soon it is gone, therefore delay not. The spirit of procrastination is within all men. 
We desire riches, yet how often does opportunity doth appear before us? The spirit of procrastination from within doth urge various delays in our acceptance. In listening to it, we do become our worst enemies. A habit of needless delaying where action was required. Action prompt and decisive. To attract good luck to oneself, it is necessary to take advantage of opportunities. Good luck follows opportunities. Good luck can be enticed by accepting opportunities. Action will lead thee forward to the successes, though dose desire. The five laws of gold. Number one, gold comes gladly and increasing quantity to any man who will put but no less than one-tenth of his earnings to create an estate for his future and that of his family. Number two, gold laboreth diligently and contentedly for the wise owner who finds it profitable employment, multiplying even as the flocks of the field. Number three, gold clingeth to the protection of the cautious owner who invested under the advice of men wise in its handling. And four, gold slippeth away from the men who invest in its businesses or purpose with which he is not familiar or which are not approved by those skilled in its keep. And five, gold flees the man who would force to impossible earnings or who followeth the alluring advice of the tricksters and schemers or who trusted to his own inexperience and romantic desires in investment. Wealth that comes quickly goes the same way. Wealth that stayeth to enjoy enjoyment and satisfaction to its own comes gradually, because it is a child born of knowledge and persistent purpose. The more gold I accumulate, the more readily it comes to me, and in increased quantities. The gold with I save earns more, even as yours will. And its earnings earn more. Better a little caution than a great regret. We cannot afford to be without adequate protection. The hungrier one becomes, the clearer one's mind's work. Also, the more sensitive one becomes to the odors of food. Being young and without experience, I did not know that he who spends more than they earn is sowing the winds of needless self-indulgence from which he is sure to reap the whirlwinds of trouble and humiliation. What every woman longs for is to be desired. Have I the soul of a slave or the soul of a free man? My debts were my enemies. The soul of a free man looks at life as a series of problems to be solved and solves them. While the soul of a slave whines, what can I do? Who am I but a slave? Where the determination is, the way can be found. The man that keepeth in his Perth but gold and silver that he need not spend is good to his family and loyal to his king. The man who hath but a few coppers in his purse is indifferent to his family and indifferent to his king. But the man who hath naught in his purse and is unkind to his family and is disloyal to his king. For his own heart is bitter. Therefore the man who wishes to achieve must have coin that he may keep to jingle in his purse that he have in his heart love for his family and loyalty to his king. Life is rich with many pleasures for men to enjoy. And that's a wrap on The Richest Man in Babylon by George Clayson. Look back on our channel for previous video book summaries and subscribe to our channel for future books. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, hashtag bestbookbits. If you like the video and want to buy the book, click the link in the video description to purchase from Amazon. 
Thanks for watching and I hope you learned a thing or two. Have a great day.